Welcome back to Running Deep. Today, we have a special guest. My friend Amy is with us today, and she's going to share her heart and what she's learned um, from moving here from another country. And I'm so excited to um, have this conversation. Thanks for joining me, Amy, um, and thanks for being willing to share your story. So start off by just sharing a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, first of all, thank you so much, Sarah. I'm yeah. just beyond excited that um, I'm sharing this platform even to share, you know, my story. I mean, probably it's a whole life story, but not yeah. all of that, but yeah. still uh, some experiences of um, who I am, where I'm from. So I think I'll just start with my name, Amy. Yeah. Um, I'm Amy Kathleen, and I am from a country called Pakistan, and I have two amazing, uh, beautiful boys, mm. seven and ten. And my husband, Suleiman, is a professor here. And um, yeah, we are um, loving our lives here in uh, U.S., specifically in Iowa, because mm. we have been living in USA now for almost eight years. Okay. And uh, in Iowa, it will be one year. Okay. So, Yes. So Suleiman's job brought you to Iowa then, is that correct? Yes, that okay. is absolutely correct. <laughs> okay. And he is working at Wartburg. Yes, yes. And um, so he's been working there for a year. And what are you currently doing? So I am working on my PhD. This yes. is my fourth year. Okay. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm done with most of the work. And hopefully next semester, I'm really hoping to graduate and uh, with my PhD in the counseling field. Mm. So I'm excited about that. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. So before moving to Iowa... Where were you um, before this? Mm -hmm. So we actually came uh, here in U.S. for the first time um, in 2011, um, and that was um, Illinois, Carbondale, Illinois. So okay. that was our very first, I think we still call it hometown because mm. we spent our seven years there in Carbondale, Illinois. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that was for school initially? Yes. We um, actually, Suleiman, um, he has always been very passionate about seeking more education. Okay. And um, uh, when we got married, he was still uh, applying for, you know, a PhD. And uh, we finally got it, uh, got an opportunity. Okay. And he was um, sent here actually on a Fulbright scholarship. Wow. So that's how. I joined him here yes. <laughs> <laughs> because never in my life I even imagined that, you know, uh, God would bring us here um, in USA. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it was because of his education that we landed here. <laughs> okay. What, um, tell us a little bit about your country and moving from Pakistan and to here. What is, what has it been like? Oh, uh, <laughs> it just uh, brings back a lot of memories. Mm. Um, so um, Pakistan is an amazing, beautiful country. And of course, I mean, being here, we always think about our country and, mm. you know, our lives there. Um, I am a um, Christian in Pakistan. Pakistan mm. is a Muslim country. And which consists of 99% of population, wow. which is Muslim. And uh, 
um, Christians along with other religions, we just make up 1% of wow. the minority population. Um, so I don't know, I mean, where to start, I guess. Um, I was born in a Christian Catholic family, okay. which means that my parents were uh, Catholics and my grandparents were Catholics as well. Um, and uh, they belonged to a small village, you know. It was, um, um, so how it works over there is that the whole village consisted of Christian Catholics, you okay. know, because they tried to live amongst, you know, each other so that they have um, safety or protection, you know, okay. uh, kind so of support. So they were living together yes. based on, because they were believers. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, um, unfortunately, I didn't get to live a lot, I mean, in my village because of my dad's job. Mm. Um, and uh, we had to move, uh, you know, after every two years because of his job, we had to move from city to city. Mm. But I remember the timings, um, like celebrating Easter or Christmas, and that's the time whenever we would go and visit my grandparents and uncles and aunts. Um, but yeah, uh, my parents have... Uh, their schooling was based on through the convent school system. Okay. So which means that they were surrounded by, you know, other Christian people as well. And uh, they had Christian class fellows as well. But because of my dad's job, um, we couldn't, we didn't have that because not every city had a convent school. So my siblings and I probably we would make, uh, we would be the only people in a school full of like seven, eight hundred people students who were um, Muslims and we would be the Christians there, mm. um, which was very exciting. I mean, <laughs> I would say exciting and uh, different, I guess, but I didn't realize it until I um, um, was of that age, you know, that understanding. Um, I would use the word different here mm. because um, um, that's how I started feeling yeah. when people started questioning me, like, why is your name Amy? Mm. And and, uh, you know, why is your dad's name Christopher? So so there's a, a little bit I want to give a little bit yeah. of history behind that. Yes. And I love that about Christians in Pakistan, that they keep either English names or they either keep biblical names okay. so that they would identify themselves as being wow. Christians. So I think my parents, that's, that's why. Beautiful. Yes, that is wonderful. And I still, I think I'm proud of that. Yes. Um, so for example, like my husband's name is Suleiman, uh -huh. uh, which is Solomon in English Bible. Mm -hmm. And Suleiman is the uh, name in Urdu Bible. Okay. So just like his younger brother, is, his name is Daud, so, which is David, David. in English okay. Bible. So I love it. I love it. So <laughs> what... Um, People who are Muslims, what, like, give me some examples of their names and maybe, like, the mm -hmm. meaning behind them. So, um, so I mean, uh, Muslims would keep names like Suleiman as well mm -hmm. because they have, you know, like, they share similarities with mm -hmm. the Old Testament as well. Um, a lot of um, things with um, uh, Judaism and, you mm -hmm. know, so they have names like Suleiman as mm -hmm. well. Uh, for example, Moses. Moses would be Musa. Okay. So they keep names like that as well. Okay. Sarah. Okay. Sarah is a very common name amongst Muslims. Okay. And I mean, my mom's name is Seraphine, yeah. so yeah. she uses Sarah. So these are some of the names which are yeah. very common. Okay. And then they try to keep um, names which are um, very similar to their prophets. Okay. Like Ali, Muhammad, mm. so names like that. Yeah. 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 I think that is beautiful. You were sharing with me um, when we were 
hanging out a couple weeks ago, um, and even just tracing back in your family line where you can almost see or guess who your the first family member who would come to know the Lord yes. based on their name was mm-hmm. that was that. Um, I think my my great grandfather's name um, was Dilip, okay. and it is uh, a Hindu name. Okay, I won't call it Hindu um, because I don't believe. I mean, I don't still know like what his religion mm-hmm. was, but this is something that uh, usually people who are from either Sikh religion or Hinduism mm. they usually keep these names. Okay, so I'm just thinking that you know when. Um, because India and Pakistan were a whole subcontinent mm. before, you know, getting independence from the British Empire and from each other. So um, we all were together, and I think that's where it's coming from. When okay. the missionaries, you know, came and they started converting people, you know, into um, Christianity. So I, I, I'm thinking yeah. that this is from that. Yeah. Um, but I would love, you know, to explore more. <laughs> <Yeah>. into. That's <laughs> so, so cool. And just, yeah. Um, yeah, I love that you shared that because I think that's a just a, a really beautiful picture yes. of um, being a believer in a country, like you said, that is mm-hmm. 99% not Christianity. Yes. Um, yes. What was it like? Growing up in a country mm-hmm. where you are the one percent. Yes, um, I think um, as much as I had my good times, and you know, I was surrounded by some really nice uh, friends. I would say, um, and um, there were times when there was a lot of discomfort, and I think there there still is. I mean, I wouldn't say that I still hold those hurtful feelings, mm-hmm. but there have been many times that um, there have been incidents in my, you know, childhood when mm-hmm. I was asked um, such questions like, you know, my name and mm-hmm. um, was discriminated because of my skin color because mm-hmm. uh, Christians have, you know, darker skin colors than um, the people, majority people over there. And uh, also because most of the Christian population is illiterate there. Mm. They don't get to, you know, um, seek uh, higher education. or So my um, thing was that people, not people, but class fellows would try to, you know, ask me or tell me that, why don't you become a Muslim? And mm. I, uh, I never had any answer for yeah. that because I was just a kid. Yeah. And I would just go home and cry to my mom and, you know, would just tell her that, you know, somebody said that to me. Mm. And um, sadly, her answer would always be like, you know, it's okay, just ignore them, mm-hmm. you know, because we were surrounded by a lot of them and we didn't want to um, get into, you know, any kind of harmful discussions or things like that, mm. especially being a girl. Yes. <laughs> they were always very protective, and I think my parents have done a really great job mm. in... Uh, helping us, you know, maintaining our faith and as well as, you know, but the only thing that um, I feel that, um, you know, it's still, I still carry it, that I'm still unable to Mm. um, speak openly about, you know, my faith and not just faith, I can still share that I'm a Christian, but, you know, talking about Jesus and what he has done, Mm. that was a little bit of fear that I carried along with me because I wasn't supposed to talk about my religion and I wasn't supposed to tell others who I am 
So it was like a hush-hush thing, you know, until or unless somebody else would ask me. Mm. So I think I'm speaking from a girl's, you know, from my own perspective. I don't yeah. know how other Christian girls feel like, but this is who, what I have felt in my life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So you grew up in a Christian Catholic home. Mm-hmm. Now, share a little bit about how you um, came to know the Lord um, as your personal Savior. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember, like, having a very personal connection with Jesus, you know, ever when I was growing up. I know that uh, my pre- parents were very specific in, you know, telling us, like, okay, if you do anything wrong, you know, you just have to pray quietly and mm-hmm. just ask for forgiveness, you know, even if we lie or, you know, things like that, mischievous things that mm-hmm. you do, <laughs> fighting with siblings. And yeah. <laughs> so I know that my, I still remember like my parents would be like, okay, you know, just, just pray. And we would pray together as well. Uh, but of course, like um, in a Catholic household, um, like, okay, you're going on, you know, Sunday for this Sunday mass and then praying, you know, the prayers that you have learned by heart and uh, doing all those things. Um, I personally, I, I don't think so. I never um, experienced Jesus like how today I experience mm. him. And it wasn't until like four years ago <laughs> that okay. I um, accepted Christ in my life. And I think I, I, I don't think I believe that mm. I got to know him mm. on a personal level. Um, I have um, shared a lot of um, unpleasant experiences, you know, throughout my life. I mean, it's life. Life Mm -hmm. is like that. Um, But I think I never got to depend on, you know, um, a being who can really give me that comfort in my heart Mm. from all the pain or the hurt, either it's from friends, from family or, you know, anyone. Um, But it started when I got married Mm -hmm. to my (laughs) husband um, and I got to know him and his beliefs because they were different from, you know, how I was raised as a Catholic. Okay. Um, he had a very different perspective. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I questioned him. I yeah. questioned him and I questioned his beliefs. Like, how can you? Um, because he was saved in his, you know, early, uh, not early, but late teens. Okay. Um, and um, I, I never... This was the first time that I was experiencing or just seeing, you know. Um, but still, I'm far away from believing myself. But at least I'm seeing what's happening around me, his household and, mm-hmm. you know, how he is praying and his beliefs. And then um, just after our marriage, like one year after our marriage, we came here to mm-hmm. U.S. And <laughs> So you were married for one year yes. in Pakistan? Yes. Wow. We were I married for that. one year in Pakistan. Okay. Yes. So you've had a lot of changes in your marriage. Uh, very quick changes. Yes. I was married when I was 22, okay. uh, just right uh, after I graduated from my university. I got married. We had our first son right after <laughs> one year. Yeah. So, um, but when we came here, I think that's when it started mm. because I felt the loneliness here. I mean, of course, there's a lot of change, you know. Uh, yes, I have... I had heard about, you know, U.S. Mm. Um, I knew a lot of things, but there were a lot of things that uh, changed my perspective as well. Mm. First was that, oh, it's a Christian country. 
you know, just like a given a title, mm. not a believer, but a Christian country. Yeah. Because throughout my life, um, and it, I, it still happens there, whenever um, something, you know, politically happens in U.S., it affects Christians a lot in Pakistan. Okay. I don't want to get into polit- politics of it because I try to stay away from that mm. part. Um, it's just hurtful for me, you know, uh, growing up and everything. But... Um, uh, but they try to, you know, persecute Christians more because they also think that, okay, it's a Christian country and uh, okay. they are trying to be um, uh, unjust to, you know, um, okay. them, uh, unjust to them. So they try to take it all out, you know, on the Christians wow. living there. Um, so that changed, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't see like everybody was a believer, but that changed later on. I'm still amongst you know yeah. I, my my beliefs and my mindset is still the same mm. how the amy who was in pakistan she's still the same right now in the <laughs> beginning two three years of staying in usa we eventually um found this wonderful church um through um uh it was uh, so we were living we were students and we were living in a student housing and uh, this church, they would arrange, you know, weekly, not weekly, but once a month, sorry, once a month, um, um, like a gathering, and they would provide food, hot dogs, burgers, and there would be people from the church who would like to talk to, you know, internationals. And mm. uh, so we were amongst those, and we got to have a chat with this wonderful, sweet family. And I still, I mean, I love them, and I would give credit to them. I think God... You know, this is what I'm talking about. Like right now, at that time, I had no idea mm-hmm. how God's plans work. Yeah. But now, sitting here right now, I have, I think, more than, you know, uh, the belief and the idea, like how yeah. God works in people's lives. But at that time, I had no idea even like, okay, God is doing something, mm-hmm. you know, in our hearts, in our mind. And it was that family who invited us to their home first, and then uh, um, we shared you know, meals. I, I lo- love to cook Pakistani food and I love to feed people. <laughs> and they were also generous enough to, you know, make food for us and uh, we shared that food. So that was the first time when that family, even though they asked us, um, like, can we pray for you? Mm-hmm. That's That was their question. And Suleiman and I were like, yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, weirdly, they put their hands on our I mean, after asking, yeah. you know, that they put their hands on our shoulders. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. That was, and I had a really, I'm making that face right now. <laughs> but um, that was my expression, yeah. like, oh, what is going on here? So they prayed. Um, the prayer was beyond amazing. And I had, that was my first ever experience of hands-on prayer. Mm. Um, but still didn't understand, like, why is this happening? Um, because I've never seen that or, you know, I think I never understood it. Um, And then they invited us to their small group. Okay. See how it's working? They still haven't invited us to their church yet, but (laughs) this is how it's working. And then uh, we went and enjoyed company. I mean, they were very welcoming people, Um, even though, I mean, it was just us who were I would, again, use the word different because, you know, that's how I have seen Mm -hmm. myself throughout my life. Um, so all American, Caucasian people, and it was just us mm-hmm. who were Pakistanis and internationals, and they were amazing, so loving, and um, talking to us like, you know, they know us already. 
And then finally, they invited us to the church. Mm. And uh, it was a very weird experience because the pastor was so direct. Mm. Like he was speaking the truth directly out of the Bible. And I think I was shaken to the core when I heard his sermon. And I remember like going after going home, I told Suleiman, like, this is the first time I understood what's written in the Bible. Mm. And I still remember that because and I still like I'm having goosebumps right yeah. now because I shared it with him uh, that this is the first time I understood what's written in Bible. Like he was speaking the truth and there was such strong spiritual power there mm. um, that we could really feel the Holy Spirit. And I think. You know, I, at, at that time, I didn't know, like, what's happening. Mm. But now I realize that it was Holy Spirit that was stirring our, you know, yeah. both of our hearts. And I think it was um, an experience that Suleiman might be having again, but it was really very first experience for me. Mm. That's when eventually, you know, starting going to, uh, to the church and then uh, um, started getting involved in different activities that they were doing. I'm like, wow people are crazy they are just serving each other like mm. that they're helping each other like that <laughs> I mean I never had seen that and small group people like you gather you are kind of a support system for each other yeah I've never seen that ever in Pakistan I mean I there are so many things that I love about Christians in Pakistan but I wish that this could be there as well because mm. this is what we lack there is support but I think the religious the spiritual support is still lacking there okay. Um, I think that was uh, because um, after living here in U.S. for four years, we did go back to Pakistan because of Suleiman's, you know, um, contract with the Fulbright Scholarship. And okay. we had to go back and serve or work there for at least two years. Okay. We went there, but we felt like we we were, we had just gone so far away from God again mm. because I think we were, I know, culturally shocked, yes, uh, but then adjusting back, you know, to that same um, environment, I think the biggest thing was that we were lacking that spiritual healing or the spiritual faith or belief yeah. that we uh, got here in U.S. in that church in Carbondale. Um, and uh, I think that's what brought us back as okay. well here. We, Suleiman and I, talk about the future of our kids. I know that... Something which I feel like I shouldn't even think of it as hurtful, but something that I always feel like is that we are minorities there. We feel like we are minorities here as mm -hmm. well because of, you know, um, we are internationals. We are from another country. People sometimes don't see that, um, okay, yes, we are from Pakistan, but not necessarily, you know, we are not Muslims. We are Christians. Yeah. It's very um, shocking for even people who are from South Asian countries as well, like from India or even Pakistanis, even like who are Muslims here. Mm. Like, oh, wow, you're um, seeking, you know, you're doing PhD and you're, I think God, I, I was thinking to myself that where there has been so much hurt in our lives, you know, because of discrimination or because of thinking that we are different, God has always compensated for mm. that by, you know, giving us joy, by bringing so many loving people in our lives, um, by letting us seek this much education, mm. because this is very, um, what would I say, that uh, it's, it's not common mm. for a Christian person from Pakistan who is 
um, getting a PhD degree, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very uncommon. So mm. I think it's only God. And I realized it because I'm a mother <laughs> of mm. two kids. Um, I'm a wife and uh, we both were, my husband and I, we both were students until, you know, last year. Like yeah. he graduated last year and uh, hopefully I'll graduate next semester. Yes. I think we would have gone insane if we didn't have God's, you know, protection or if we were not keeping him in our lives mm. or amongst us. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. The hand of God in your life in in bringing you here mm-hmm. and the just how he has provided and the beautiful picture of just what you said i i want to reiterate that because i think that's so so beautiful that you said even though you felt different in pakistan and different here mm-hmm. god has compensated for that yes. and he's been with you yes. Um, and he sees you mm-hmm. as his child mm-hmm. and loves you and you're his beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the the truth that we all need to hear in that, that we all feel different in one way or another maybe, or we're, we're looking to God going, what are you doing mm-hmm. that he is going to bring us hope? And um, he, he is, he's a sovereign God and mm-hmm. working in all things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how has it been like, for you personally, I know you can't speak for everyone, but personally, um, you and Suleiman, uh, what are some challenges that you faced in being internationals? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think there, um, we personally, both of us, I mean, we haven't faced um, any kind of like, you know, discrimination that we usually hear from, yes, it, it exists and we have heard from many other people. We have um, seen a lot of um, um, hurt from even people from church as well. Mm-hmm. And we have seen that because uh, the church where we were, um, it had uh, a lot of, uh, it had a big population of uh, international students. And it was nice because, you know, um, we shared a lot of things that were common amongst mm-hmm. us. And, uh, of course, I mean, you're internationals and you see seek each other's support when you feel like, okay, nobody is understanding you. Yeah. Um, so uh, that was really, that was amazing. And the amazing part was that, that there were some people from the church, you know, who are Americans and they were understanding of that. But at the same time, there were people, you know, who won't understand or who would see um, uh, I don't want to use the word threat or anything, but I think it was maybe lack of information for mm-hmm. them or lack of, you know, like how to interact yeah. or what to say and what not to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been people who would um, just, uh, you know, meet us for the first time with like happy faces and would never say even hi to us again. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would see them, you know, every Sunday or, you know, every other uh, uh, meeting days, you know, at church, and um, it would be just a weird um, interaction. And yes, um, we would, um, because um, we would get hurt by that, because it would bring back the same feelings, you know, mm-hmm. as uh, it had been in Pakistan. Um, and I think it was more because we didn't um, uh, expected that. Yeah. Like, oh, um, we go to the same church and we have the same beliefs, you know, and uh, 
um, churches about um, diversity and churches about um, you know bringing uh, all the different cultures and race together. Yes. Um, so it was kind of awkward seeing that kind of interaction, and I have seen a lot of people who were hurt, and um, um, it was good that we were always there for each other to support and um, to be there so that um, we won't stay, we won't you know stray from God mm-hmm. at least. Um, Suleiman and I had been, uh, I think, a strength for each other in such matter um, because I tend to get super emotional. Mm. <laughs> I take uh, things at heart a lot, and uh, I'm just so grateful for him that he um, has always helped, you know, um, guide me as well mm. and see things differently. Um, we are always very worried about our kids, mm. even though we want them. And we are always, we are just so thankful that um, that church and here even in Kendeo, like this is such a blessing because this was our biggest worry mm. that, oh, I hope that we would find a church where people would be loving. Mm. They would be godly. That was our first prayer mm. because it took us eight, almost seven years to get to know people over there in Illinois mm. and to start. We just started making such, you know, friendly bonds with um, them and uh, started telling them that, yeah, it's okay to hang out with us, you know, <laughs> get to know us. And yeah. uh, um, so we were scared. We were very scared um, coming here. And um, I think Suleiman did a really great job because I was still back in Illinois when he came here with yes. the boys. And he was church hunting, and <laughs> um, I think he did a, an amazing job that he found Kendeo um, because it, it 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 just relates to us in so many different levels. And um, I think the biggest thing for him was that how the pastors and the people were welcoming, mm. and they came and said hi to him. I mean, this is just a small mm. thing, you know, just coming and saying hi and. Yeah. Shaking hands at that time. Yeah. COVID wasn't there. <laughs> but um, like this still, uh, it's, it's he still holds that, you yes. know, with him. Like they were so welcoming and he felt loved. Yeah. He felt loved. He didn't feel different, Good. you know. Um, and I think this is what we want. You know, yes, yes, there are so many. I mean, we moved from Illinois to Iowa. We can tell a lot of differences among, you know, people living there and here. Mm. Um, but it's just that um, you hold on to one thing, which is faith, you know, mm. that we share with other people despite of our differences yes. here. And I think for me, I learned that um, uh, eventually, you know, despite of all the hurt throughout my life, I mm-hmm. think um, credit goes to God, of mm-hmm. course, <laughs> um, that he has opened our hearts and that we are so, I won't say um, we are forgiving all the time, but, you know, it's it's his will and it's his grace mm-hmm. that he has put in our hearts that we forgive even the interactions of others which seem hurtful to us. Mm-hmm. And um, we just accept and we love everyone, you know, unconditionally. And uh, we just want others to get to know us. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing for us. Yeah. That there is, um, if you have trust and faith in God and, you know, if you are believers and are accepting of, you know, other people uh, who are Christians and who share the same faith, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing to be fearful of. Yes. Like, yeah. And I think it took me time to understand that as well. Mm. And I, I, 
I don't say that, but I just pray for others that they would see that, mm. you know. Yeah, the the unity of Christ and mm-hmm. the bond of Christ that we have yes. is a beautiful thing. And we can so often be um, divided, and God's heart is for unity among yes. the believers. Yeah. And his heart is to love the world, yeah. <laughs> not just, I think sometimes... Um, I don't want to pick on, like, United States Christians, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I think we can have a very narrow mindset of this is what Christianity looks like, Mm -hmm. therefore, you know, the heart of God, and uh, the heart of God is for all nations, and one day we will be in heaven worshiping with all nations, every tribe, tongue, Mm -hmm. nation, and I am so excited for that and cannot wait. And the unity that we can have now, yes. like you said, we have the same faith. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> that's what brings us together yeah. in the bond of Christ. Yeah. Um, what would you say to believers listening mm-hmm. as an encouragement to them? Um, I think um, I, wouldn't, I would say that not every time, like today, I mean, it's a different day for me as well. Last week, I, you know, I was different um, in regards to, okay, what's going on in my mind. And mm. yes, I mean, it's life and uh, your life is full of, um, I mean, how in Bible um, it's promised that we will have uh, so many um, life-changing uh, experiences. God will bring so many, you know, exams I guess mm-hmm. because I'm a student so I'm using the word exams <laughs> yeah um, he would test us yeah. you know on so many different levels and I know that I have never been like that but it was amazing when I even realized that how my heart was changed when I got to know him through my experiences I mean there have been so many hurtful experiences I think those are the things that lifted me up mm. there it could have been opposite as well but the one thing that amazes me is that God always keeps brings you back. Mm. I know it, it's a war. It seems like a war, and it is sometimes a war for me that, you know, devil is, you know, a tug of war. Like yes. he is pulling me from one side, and God is pulling me from one side. And I think that um, I keep on moving more towards God because despite of what I have done, you know, any things to hurt others or my actions or anything, he is always there. He is mm. always there. He will get you. Mm. And God will just bring you back to him, yeah. whoever he wants to save. And um, I love it that um, because if I would have been alone in it, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, accept Christ more. Mm. I love it that God brought so many loving people in my life mm. who surrounded me with love and exemplary things that they do mm. that I thought that why can't I do these things, you know? Uh, and not just to please others or, you know, please myself or my heart, but just to please Christ. Mm-hmm. That, okay, yes, I have accepted you. Um, now what, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you want? So now I question, like, show me what you want from me. Mm-hmm. I think it's such a big blessing that, you know, from whole USA where Suleiman was applying on East Coast or West Coast, <laughs> God brought us here to Iowa. <laughs> to Iowa. <laughs> it's still funny because um, God has his amazing plans. Yes. We want to do something else. And he just, you know, he, he has something else for mm-hmm. us. It would feel unpleasant. It would feel bitter. But 
eventually you'll realize that yes that's that's what you wanted for us and yeah. this is perfect yeah this is perfect. we're so happy you're here <laughs> yes we are too <laughs> uh, i have been so encouraged just by um your um your hunger and your 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 graciousness to one just jump in and serve and I mean you guys have been here for just a little over a year and you're already serving as connection group <laughs> leaders and loving people in your home and um, you've welcomed you welcomed us into your home we were able to eat your food which was amazing and delicious and um, just so giving and it just shows the the work of the Lord, and that's the outpouring of the Holy Spirit working yes. in your life. Yes, definitely. Um, so we're so thankful for you guys, and um, just thankful to get to know you and um, learn. And this is my desire for this podcast: is that it would just be a little window into the learning that. I've been able to do and just learning more about you and your country and um, just having a, a greater heart and understanding of what does it look like to be an international um, here and a believer here. Yes. Um, but before we close, I would love to hear some truths from God's word that have um, just been an anchor to you during this last year. Yeah. Um, I think there have been, I keep on jumping on um, different verses, I think, because of my experiences in my life or childhood. Um, I do depend on different um, books, I think, in the New Testament and Old mm -hmm. Testament both. But recently, um, the study from John has been helping a lot yeah. because I think it has, um, especially I think because we started... Um, leading a group as well and it has brought Suleiman and myself like closer because we get to read Bible together and mm -hmm. we get to do you know get into discussion and I love it yes. because I was looking forward to this experience and I mean it didn't didn't happen like all of a sudden mm -hmm. but it took us some time you know to connect with each other yeah. <laughs> and um, um, I think this one uh, verse um, I have several others as well but from John 6 um, 68 when, um, I mean, Jesus is talking about um, the disciples and when, you know, people are leaving him mm -hmm. and he's asking his disciples. And when Simon Peter answers him like, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And it just hit both of us so hard. I mean, mm -hmm. in our hearts that we have been looking around, you know, for that safe platform so that we can deal with our hurtful feelings but it's just God. I know he provides us with people who would show us, okay, which direction to take, or they, they, those people would show us their love. But it's through God that mm -hmm. you will seek your, you know, that safe platform or that safety, um, that you won't be scared again, even though you think that, okay, this thing would happen again. Mm -hmm. But it's just something to hold on to. And he is. I mean, Jesus has the eternal, I mean, word and he is amazing mm -hmm. um for letting us know even that okay yes you can depend on us mm -hmm. yes we do um you know lose our track and start moving you know or wander off mm -hmm. from where we are supposed to go but this just this verse hit us so hard mm -hmm. that look at him you know simon peter who denied he, he questioned jesus in yes. the beginning 
and look at him what is he saying right now you know like look at his faith mm-hmm. yes jesus brings back wanderers even you know that mm-hmm. you will lose the track but he keeps on you know yeah. pulling you back um there was one more um, that i always looked um, into was um first peter fourth um chapter sorry i'm just <laughs> no, looking that's okay. at that um I think the the picture that you keep coming back to and how the Lord keeps us and how, like you said, when we wander, he brings us back. He's our rock and he, he keeps us and holds us. And that verse is so beautiful in John 6 that where shall we go? It, it reminds me of Psalm 72 of whom have I in heaven but you. Yes. You know, there's nothing on earth that we desire yes. besides God. And yeah, that's, that (laughs) is a great truth. Yeah. So uh, the other one was, um, I think mostly because of, you know, my experiences, um, I always depend on these, uh, first Peter, uh, fourth and uh, it's 12th verse, beloved, do not be surprised at the fairy trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you, Mm -hmm. but rejoice in, uh, so far as you share Christ's suffering that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. So, and again, like thinking about if you're insulted for the name of Christ, you're blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of um, people back in Pakistan are still suffering. And it's not just, you know, back in Pakistan, but here as well, like I, I shared, like so many other internationals that we have met and they themselves are minorities in their own countries Mm -hmm. so just looking from that aspect that they already have been through a lot of hurt and when they come here there is a moment of joy that okay they some they feel themselves amongst you know other believers Mm. but it's just those political differences that I I don't see that even a cause to come in between you know Mm. um, having faith and having being believers and having their faith and trust in Jesus because those things then don't matter when you are one in faith. Mm. Um, I think that is a bigger, big thing for me that for Suleiman as well, that we both, and we talk about it, like it doesn't matter to us, whoever, you know, uh, the big leader is. And as long as we love each other through Christ, Mm. that's the biggest thing because eventually he's going to take care of us. Yes. Nobody else is going to do that for us. Mm. And um, just that faith, even that little bit of faith has always been really helpful for us, Mm. despite of being students and going through all those difficulties as a student would, you know, go through. um, And uh, now as well, like him starting his very first job in U.S. and Mm. me still being a student and still facing a little bit of, you know, difficulties in our lives, but always depending and looking you know, towards God has always um, blessed us more and always have made um, us strong. Mm, yeah. Praise God. Yes. Yeah, he has <laughs> recently walked through lots of different visa challenges oh, with you yes. guys and how the Lord is. <laughs> I don't know how, how I forgot about that. God, oh, God has yes. really worked in that oh, and yes. provided yes. in yeah. um, work visas or yes. student visas and just how he really has provided in that way yes (laughs) i mean all those different changes you know um for somebody like us who are seeking um 
a refuge not just in this country but in God in Christ because I would really want my kids to grow up you know in a good Christian environment surrounded by people um, like here in Kendeo I love that um, they are growing up with other kids who are you know of similar age and of similar faith mm. and I would love that for them um, because it's it's hard for us um, to go back only because we are minorities and it's um, things are getting worse um, as it, they were when I was growing up. Mm. Um, I mean, um, so things like that, you know, yeah. fear is always there, but it's always that God provides again with things and with opportunities yes. um, that we want to avail. And um yeah, so mm. we are really just grateful for that, everything. Yeah. Praise God. I want to leave um, leave this podcast with that truth that Amy just said, that God is their refuge and um, he is their stronghold. Um, I pray that this podcast would be an encouragement to those who listened. And thank you so much, Amy, for sharing your story and sharing your heart. And we look forward to our next podcast next month. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.